0: Our second episode on this Saturday morning. Uh, our subject for today has been the, the water, about water. We saw uh, in the first three examples, the pictures of the, uh, that, that uh, about the water, the tree and the water, the tree being the cross, water being the word. Number two, it was the rock and the water from Exodus chapter 17, verse six. In Psalm 23, we saw the shepherd and the water, Psalm chapter 23, verse 2. And then in the next uh, three items, we saw, uh, th- those are the pictures. And then we saw the three properties of, uh, we're going to, and we've seen the living water, John 7, verses 38 and 39, the drinking water, John 4, verse 14, and we're in our third Uh, Property of of the water is in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. Oh, this is a whole bunch of admonitions about uh, children and husbands and wives. And uh, he says in Ephesians chapter 5, let's begin reading uh, verse 24. Therefore, as the church is is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Uh Uh-oh. Did I get in trouble? No. 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 Not yet. Because husbands love your wives even even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for. Oh, that's how your wives should be subject to you because you're willing to die for her as well as to live for her. And he says, Jesus gave himself for the church that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And so we see that the water is also a cleansing water, a sanctifying water, a separating water. A, a, a type of the love that Jesus had for us that husbands should have for their own wives that he might sanctify and cleanse it. That's his church of Jesus Christ with the washing of water by the word. Wow. How can you be clean, believer? <coughs> Pardon me. John chapter fifteen, verse one. Jesus said, "I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman." I'm going to do a, I'm going to do some articles on the word "I am," and that's coming up in some of our next uh, several podcasts. "I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit." Uh, he taketh away and every branch that beareth fruit he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit and then he says jesus said this now ye are clean through the word which i have spoken unto you and so the water is the word of god and the water that jesus is talking about is not just a living water, not just drinking water, it's cleansing water. Wow. You want to be clean? You want to be sanctified? Well, you want to be purified, believer? Get in the water of life, which is the Word of God. So those are the three properties of the Word of God. Now, I'm going to do something that... uh, that I have to do sometimes it's difficult to teach this word of God in point number seven of our outline here's a re- a warning regarding the absence of water second Peter chapter two wow
1: wells without water
0: boy I will tell you that yeah and you're getting way ahead of me Chris, but uh, that's all right. I hope somebody else is getting way ahead of me. <coughs>
1: Second
0: Peter chapter 2 starts out with some awesome things. It says this, uh, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false prophets, false teachers among you, who privily or secretly or sneakily who privily shall bring in damnable heresies even denying the lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction and many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of and through covetousness uh, they with feigned words uh, shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you Whose judgment now of a long time lingered not, their damnation slumbereth not. Now, what he's saying is there's going to be false teachers that come in that are, that are that are going to teach false doctrines. And they will and they will speak evil of the truth, When Jesus said, I am the way and the truth. They'll speak evil of Jesus? Yeah. Let's go. We're still Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. It says, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and deliver deliver them in the chains of darkness to be reserved in the judgment, and God and God spared not um, uh, the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in a flood upon the world. Listen, to it this is something he keeps talking about these uh, these uh, false teachers, and it's 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 awful, and it says here. Um, um let's go to verse twelve in, in 2 Peter 2. But these, these false teachers, uh, as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and they shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are, blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings. While they feast with you. Is that your church like that? Wow. It says, having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls. The only way you can have a stable soul is to be in the Word of God, folks, be in the water of the Word. They're beguiling unstable souls, and they they have a heart exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children, which have forsaken the right way, are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosar, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass, speaking with men's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. Listen to what it's saying about all of these people these false teachers and he says They'll, they're coming they're among you they're now they're now here and and all of these things are are people that are are perverting the ways of God and and uh, preventing you from uh from doing the right things because they're not preaching the word and how do I know they're not preaching the word because verse 17 second peter chapter 2 says these all of the above mentioned these are wells without water think about that think about the woman of the well or jesus said said what i give you if you drink what i give you, you'll never thirst again think about that And think about what all we've been saying here in 2 Peter chapter 2 about false prophets, false teachers, uh, messing everything up. uh, And and it says, these are wells without water. If you're going to a church where the word of God, the water of the word, Ephesians 5.26 said it very plainly, cleansing of water by the word, you will never be clean you're not getting the water of the word and by the way if god says it once he means it but let's think about it if god says things twice that pretty much seal puts the seal on it look at jude there's only one chapter in the book of jude but look at this he he, he, he says the angels would catch now well He talks about these people, the apostates. Um, It says, uh, uh, the angels which kept not their first estate, that's what Peter was talking about, but left their own habitation. He, that is God, hath reserved an everlasting change under darkness, under the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner. Remember, they were wicked cities giving themselves over to fornication, going after strange flesh, and are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also, these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body, body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, uh, the Lord rebuked rebuke thee. And then he goes on to say, "But these... And here's these same people that he's talking about. These apostate people. Uh, It it says, uh, these speak evil of those things which they know not. Verse 11 says, woe unto them for have gone the way of Cain. And they've run greedily uh, after the heir of Balaam for reward. Isn't that what Peter said? And, uh, And then he says this. These are spots in your feasts of charity. When they feast with you feeding themselves without fear these false teachers are among you now and they're trying to fool you and jude goes on to say clouds they are without water without water they're not bringing the word of god they're bringing their own words their own opinions their own doctrines uh, and they're doing it for uh for uh ungodly gain and they're making merchandise of you what we need folks in the church of jesus christ today is men and sunday school teachers uh, husbands that are are avid for the word of god who study the word of god who search the scriptures who believe the scriptures and, and 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 preach them faithfully It's amazing. He goes on to say that these people are without water. They're raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And he goes on and on. You read the book of Jude and you see that it's all about apostasy. And the warning I'm going to give you here is all of these, all of these false prophets have one thing in common. Well, they have two things. First one is evil. And the second is they come to you without water and that water is the word of god and there's a great absence today in our churches of that pastors if you're listening to me um you can get angry with me if you want but we curtis and i always deal with what says the scriptures that's right and we study to rightly divide the word of truth so that we can be approved of God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. And we're not ashamed of what we're saying because we're telling it from the scriptures. Amen. And we always will. And that's a promise. Well, having heard all of this stuff, what should we do? Well, turn to Revelation 22:17. Revelation twenty-two seventeen It says this. There was water in the beginning, Genesis 1, 2. Now at the end, here it is. And the Spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst come and whosoever will let him take of the water of life freely if you're listening today and you're not saved you haven't drank you haven't drunk from the water of life which is the lord jesus christ my conclusion is drink the water Drink the water to be saved. John 14, I mean, John 4, 14. We've already read it. Um, uh, uh, that's John four fourteen. You drink the water for salvation. In Ephesians 5, 26, we've said that already. We've talked about it. We drink the water to be sanctified. By the way, we're going to do another a podcast someday simply on the, the word sanctification because so many mess it up and pervert it sanctify sanctifying means washed Mm
1: -hmm.
0: purified made holy and that's positional sanctification we're going to talk one day about practical sanctification because we're to practice our position and so Ephesians 5, 26 says, now you are clean through the word. And um, and then, so for f- drink the water for salvation, drink the water for sanctification. And in John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14, and Ephesians chapter 5, 26, drink the water, the word of God, for sustenance. The water of the word will save you. The water of the word will sanctify you and the water of the word, according to John 6.35, will sustain you. Drink the water. That closes our episode for today. If you've missed what we're saying, the point of what we're saying, we're saying simply this that there are three things that the word of God gives you three major things, the three prophets, the word is profitable for salvation. And if you're not saved, you can't have the other two sanctification and sustenance. So today, why don't you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? My Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. Get saved today. Believe that Jesus and, and the and the gospel is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The first four verses, Jesus was, He came and lived on the earth. He was crucified. He was buried and he rose again so that we could be saved from our sins. And you need to believe that and only that to be saved. And you can find that by drinking the water of the word of God. Be saved today, won't you please? Now, if you're saved be sanctified keep on reading the word of God yep search scriptures daily have a daily Bible reading um listen to our podcast we've how many episodes have we done Curtis
1: all oh, upwards of 200 now
0: and and all of them are based on the Romans chapter 4 which says For what says what says the scripture? Absolutely, every one of them. And we're going to continue doing it that way until the Lord comes back. Well, that's correct. But if you've done number one, you've drunk the water of salvation, and you've had a drink of the living water, according to Revelation twenty seventeen, you're saved. Now, be sanctified by the same water that saves you. You can be sanctified or set, afire, set apart for God or purified. And the last one is for sustenance. If you drink of the water that I give you, he said, ye shall never thirst again. Oh dearly beloved, drink
1: the water. Pastor, thank you for that hour. You and I both know that there are lots and lots of thirsty people out there. And uh, sometimes they realize how thirsty they are. Sometimes they don't quite, they can't quite put a finger on why they feel that thirsty. What are they, what are they, what's missing in in your life? Do you feel like something's missing in your life? Uh, Is there an empty space? Is there a void that you're trying to fill with something else? You can substitute that, you know. You can substitute that alcohol for the living water. You can substitute that drug for the living water, Jesus Christ. You can substitute any negative thing for the most positive thing that you could ever uh, ingest, and that is the living water of the word of God. And uh, we pray that you'll, if you have not done that today, that the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart and that you will come and drink of a water that has an unlimited supply. There's plenty for you and everybody else too. Drink it today. Amen. Now we pray that you'll be with us uh, again tonight at 7 p.m. when uh, we have Mr. Lucas Doremus on for our continuing study in the book of Proverbs chapters 10 through 29. Uh, we've been going through those topically, and uh, Lucas has been pointing out some wonderful information. I tell you, I, I enjoy it every time he's on. And I know you do, too. So tune in with us again tonight at 7 p.m. And then again, Tuesday morning with uh, the fabulous yeah. Dr. J.B. Hickson on Tuesday morning. Uh, be with us then, too. You you will not want to miss it. And uh, uh, forgive my voice, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've been sounding a little like Mr. Haney from Green <laughs> Hane Acres. I know that, uh, but I'm just getting over the, a seasonal cold. So, uh, bear with me. Uh, uh it'll be sounding normal again, any day now so until tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, may God bless and keep you. And, uh, and we hope you'll join us again tonight. Uh, until then, take care. We'll see you soon. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until 7 p.m.